0: Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. His love is the main
1: thing. His love is the
0: main thing.
2: People who have only ever been philosophical Christians are just dropping out altogether. and I believe that's because part of the pruning process is that dead branches are removed if there's no spiritual life, if the Holy Spirit is not indwelling that individual and that's what I mean by a philosophical Christian, then the hard times like this reveal that and, and they, they conclude it's there's no point. Life's difficulties
0: reveal the deeper character in individuals, especially those who profess belief in Christ. For many, belief is only head knowledge. However, as Pastor Robert explains today, difficulties and suffering cause a true, faithful believer to go deeper into God, seeking Him, His strength, and His purpose for it. Now, let's join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as they begin their message, Pruning.
2: Elizabeth found a quote from, it's an old quote too, John D. Rockefeller. That goes back... 150 years or something.
1: It's a scary quote.
2: How, how much money does it take to make a man happy? Rockefeller said, just one more dollar. And it's, it's always true. No matter where we were born, we live in a country, in a world, where excess is king. More stuff, more events, more followers, more money. It, it's all about more, 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 all, always, but, but 2020 is changing all of that. God seems to have called for a worldwide timeout, and it comes with all kinds of consequences. You know, it, it's been said that hardship reveals character. It reveals what we're made of, and it's mercy that exposes our heart's our motives, our character, while we still have time to change. We believe God is intentionally using the present circumstances for the purpose of pruning the global church and each individual believer. So what we hope to accomplish is is to, to move, at least take some steps in the direction of understanding people and the pain that we deal with, understand the pruning process, that's really the focus, that's our topic, pruning, and then understanding purpose and understanding God's presence, and and, and then hopefully to commit to cooperate with the Holy Spirit in this pruning process. And, And the thing that that prompted this, the thing that that prompted our focus on on the pruning process was a a barna study, and I've quoted it already, I don't know a few weeks ago, at some point in the past, but it, it indicated that one in three practicing Christians has stopped attending church during this pandemic, and he he went on to say. The conclusion they reached is probably permanently stopped attending church, and pastors feared this. It's something that we talked about. It's something that in 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 the pastors forums it, it came up on a regular basis. You know the 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 concern that this would happen. That once people realized. How easy it is to just stay home and watch an online service without having to be inconvenienced with getting up, getting dressed, getting the kids dressed, finding parking, dealing with other Christians. And this isn't about those who can't attend. You cannot attend because of health reasons. Remember, our purpose is to seek to better understand this pruning process, God's pruning of individuals and of churches. And and we've already acknowledged many times through the course of this pandemic, online services can, can be a blessing or they can be a temptation, depending on where we are in our relationship with God. You know, one of the things that um, really has my attention, one thing that I believe we're seeing um, happening right now is that People who have only ever been philosophical Christians are just dropping out altogether. And I believe that's because part of the pruning process is that dead branches are removed. If there's no spiritual life, if the Holy Spirit is not indwelling that individual, and that's what I mean by a philosophical Christian, then the hard times like this reveal that, and and there's, they they conclude it's there's no point. In Second Thessalonians chapter two, verses one through four, the Word of God tells us: Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. The word is apostasy, or it's apostasia, we get our word apostasy from it. And he says the day of Christ is not going to come until that comes first, that falling away, that apostasy, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Um, That'll come later, the falling away, um, followed by the rapture of the church, and, um, and and it, it, it's, it, it's an exciting thing when you realize that. You know, people, I'm hearing a lot of lamentation over, over, you know, people leaving the church. And people who have been pretending for their whole lives, it's not a bad thing when they, when they decide, you know what, I'm not going to pretend anymore. I'm just going to walk away. Um, And I I believe that part of God's pruning process for us in this season involves cutting those branches away who are actually not alive in Christ, philosophical Christians who have no relationship with the risen Savior because then they go out and misrepresent Him in the world. What what we see a lot of times from the so-called liberal Christian churches is a misrepresentation, an active twisting of Scripture in many cases— a deliberate twisting of the Word of God. And um, it's a good thing when, you know, when he removes um, pretenders. But for those who are alive in Christ, this pruning process, it'll reveal dead spots that exist within our lives. For example, it's a lot easier to feel spiritual when there's nobody around to grate on your nerves. I can be super spiritual when I'm alone in my cave. But it, it, it gets a little more difficult when I get around other people. Um, and, and the problem is, the more we avoid being irritated or inconvenienced, the less we can tolerate, and, and eventually, I mean, the weaker we become from that.
1: That's the thing that's so scary about it, is that then, in the end, nothing is tolerable to us when everything is on our own terms and so the first thing that we have to understand about people in our relationship with God is that you can't separate the two who who we are when we are alone with God and then how we treat people especially when we're not pretending um, it's inseparable So that's what 1 John 4 says in in verses 20 and 21. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. And I, I think most people would amen that, but it's a whole different story when we actually get to live it out. And um, the second immediate point of like just understanding people is that by nature, whether we admit it or not, we are takers rather than givers. That's the second point. Are You saying I'm selfish? I say we, we, we. We're we selfish. Human nature. We are, we are. We are. I mean, it's okay. So we're not going to be personal. We're going to in the Gospels, over and over. Jesus, he would. I mean, we see it repeatedly. He would provide miracles. And, and people would come as like, Oh, I love you as long as you do what I want. And then they would have no interest in what he actually had to say. His love is the main thing His love is the main thing
0: Thanks for tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary, Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the Scriptures those things that are important to the Church, the Church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, visit mainthingradio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you, too. Let us know how Main Thing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at mainthingradio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. Be sure to share any prayer requests, too. We want to know how we can pray for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.